gross. Kind of stuck in the middle, the middle of the pack when it comes to performance. Let's talk a little bit more about that with our own Peggy Collins, investing team leader here at Bloomberg News in our Bloomberg 1130 studio. First of all, I know our Bloomberg listeners know who Bill Gross is, but for those who might have been under a rock in the last 20, 30 years, um, he's really a legend when it comes to bond investing. He is, Carol. He's really the one who was kind of coined as the bond king mm-hmm. back in the early 2000s when we really saw the rise of many bond managers, particularly in the L.A. area. And he essentially co-founded the company known as PIMCO and built the world's largest mutual fund, the PIMCO Total Return Fund. And Huge, he, right? Ginormous, yeah. yeah. It was basically up to about like 300 billion assets at its peak. And one of the things that he did well um, as a manager at PIMCO was to reach out to people on the street and get them into this core bond fund. So he really attracted a lot of assets, not only to the mutual fund itself, but through 401k plans, pensions. At one point, it was the largest fund by assets held by Americans all across the country in 401k plans. And it wasn't just that he was able to attract people. And I mean, the performance was there, correct? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Corey, I'm sure you know um, know it well from, from your years out there. Well, I, I mean, but everyone does. I mean, I, you know, Bill's uh, thought to be not, you know, not just a not just a successful money manager, but obviously, as our Boomer Radio listeners know and Boomer TV uh, viewers know, he's, he's well-spoken and a thoughtful guy and willing to go against the grain. Uh, and so one would think that those kind of uh, that 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 skill set would would travel with him. Exactly. And one of the things I remember and what he's no, been known for over the past few years is the tumble that happened at PIMCO. You know, he built up the firm, he built up the fund. And then one morning I walked in in September three years ago, very early around 7, 7.38, and we got this news that he was leaving the company that I, he had really built. I have to tell you, I was in the car that day, and I don't usually drive, but I don't know whether I had to do something in the morning. And I was listening to surveillance on Bloomberg Radio, and that's when the news came out. And I was kind of like, what? Because he has, as you said, this is the firm he co-founded. He and PIMCO kind of one and the same. And so it was shocking. Absolutely. And what happened was he basically went to this firm in Denver known as Janice at the mm-hmm. time. It's now um, Janice Henderson because they merged with the London fund, uh, London-based company this year, finally. And that was a shocker, too, because it was basically a smaller firm. It's run. It was run at the time by Dick Weil, who had known Bill for many years. But it did feel like he jumped to a firm where he had a safe haven, but no one really knew what was going to happen with that. And he started up an unconstrained bond fund at the mm-hmm. time, which he still runs. Um, and it, when our colleague John Gittleson interviewed him, Bill Gross, in May, Bill said, you know, I give myself an A- minus for performance with the fund, but kind of a C on attracting assets. Because the fund really has two, about $2 billion still, and about half of it is Bill's money. So right. he hasn't, the money hasn't followed him. And the reason this is kind of interesting, because he has now been at that fund at Janus for three years, right? And that's when institutional investors feel like you've got a little bit of a track record. Absolutely. So that's the marker. For a lot of people, they may say, well, why are you writing about the third anniversary of kind of when he left Pimpo and Feels random, but it's really not. Yes. But for investors, exactly, Carol, if you're a 401k plan or a pension, many of them basically have mandates where they can't add a fund unless it has a three-year track record. So we're basically at the point where he's got a three-year track record, and the question is, okay, will this really mean that he starts to see some more assets come in, like mm-hmm. he had in the days of PIMCO, or is has the time really come? 
Uh, it's interesting, too, because, um, uh, you know, it's all about performance, and, and a lot of the PIMCO funds have done very well without him. Thank you very much. Well, yes, Dan Iveson's fund has been swallowing assets. I mean, they struggled for a while after yeah. he left, in yeah. all fairness. I mean, assets flew out of total return. Um, it but dropped off. But they didn't off. fly to Janice and Bill Gross. That's right. They flew to a lot of other firms like MetWest and um, Jeffrey Gunlock's Double Line. And so they, you're right, Carol. They didn't necessarily follow him to Janice. And the Unconstrained Bond Fund, which at the time, three years ago, a lot of people were coming out with at a lot of firms because they expected interest rates to rise. And so they said, well, I'm going to run an unconstrained fund so I can do a lot of different things and I'm not necessarily tied to a certain benchmark because when the interest rates rise, I want to be able to react quickly. But what happened? Interest rates didn't really rise. Right. So, and the unconstrained fund is a bit of an anomaly, and it's not so easy to sell on the street, right? A core bond fund is a core bond fund. Right. You and I understand that. We have it in our 401k plans, potentially. This is a bit of a more niche market. So, he's battling a few things there, his brand and the actual type of fund not being as well known. And to be fair, while we're, you know, his performance maybe hasn't uh, been up to snuff yet, things could change, and all of a sudden, in the next year or two, he could be beating all of his peers. So, it's something we're just going to have to keep a watch on. That's right. Peggy Collins, investing team leader at Bloomberg News in our Bloomberg 1130 studio.